You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. With an extensive background in video, his passion for creativity is shown in his field. Charlie Matz, co-founder and CEO of Veracity Code Lab, works with his team to create original design-driven video that helps clients connect with their audience to achieve their goals. Veracity Code Lab thinks like an agency but focuses on the creative behind video development. Charlie joins us today to share with us his journey of founding Veracity Collab. Welcome to the show, Charlie. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show and the CEO peer groups that I lead, then visit my company's website, Critical Mass for Business, or call or text me at 949-887-4104. Charlie, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into this field? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I was born and raised in Michigan, and so growing up there, you know, I didn't really understand the opportunities in film and marketing and advertising. So my last semester in college, I took a class in communications. I got to make commercials, and I fell in love. And, uh, you know, so I took an internship out here with a, with my now business partner, Bub Coons. But uh, funny enough, he was working in a church, and I'm a Christian. And when I came out to California, I thought, you know, I'm going to be this filmmaker. I'm going to work in Hollywood. Okay. And my idea of that, though, was as a Christian, you either succeed and work in Hollywood or you fail and work in the church. Because okay. I had seen so many you know, cheesy attempts at, at, at video, at filmmaking and everything within that world. And, and Bob Coons just blew me away. I started working with him. He was doing things in that world inside of a church that I'd never seen done before and uh, really inspired me. So I worked there with him for three years. And I'll tell you, one of the best... Uh, educations I ever got was we made 400 projects over three years and on the weekend services we'd sit up in the balcony and we'd watch the way people would react Mm -hmm. to what we were producing and so you think of it from a marketing standpoint I got the chance to see how people reacted to our work did I make them laugh when I wanted to did I make them cry when I wanted to and not the other way around and and so um, when we uh, left there to journey out and start our own business it really equipped us to understand how to move people with video which led us to start the video agency Veracity Collab so first of all tell me the, the genesis of the name yeah and then tell us what you do. I said a little bit about any open, but explain it to our audience. Yeah, and great opening, by the way. I, I want you to introduce me everywhere I go from okay, now. Okay, I'll pull Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so Veracity Collab is, Veracity is really truth or truth-telling. Collab is short for collaboration. So we wanted to start something that was, in essence, a true collaboration with clients. We looked at the climate of video, and we saw that there was really this disconnect between the collaboration that's needed with clients and with the firm that's producing the video. Um, so, so yeah, that's the genesis of the name. And what I do is I'm currently the CEO of Rasty Collab. It started out of uh, Bub's master bedroom with just him and I and Ian, the third business partner. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, we just started out doing all the production ourselves, and now we have about 27 people here in Newport Beach. Great. We're talking with Charlie Matz. He is the founder and CEO, as he said, of Rasty Collab. So take me back. I want to just quick follow-up question. Why did you see or what do you, what is your thinking be? With the disconnect between the agency and the client as far as the, the relationship goes in yeah. the video. Well, I think a lot of your, your listeners probably can, can attest to a bad experience with a marketing firm. They probably worked with somebody who's frustrated them. Um, maybe it's with web or video or something like that. I think in the video world, it's an extremely complicated medium. Yes. So if, you're, if your agency or who you're working with doesn't boil that down into simple terms and lead the process in a way that's very delightful, it, it's not going to 
it's not going to create really a high impact uh, outcomes for your for your brand, and it's not going to be good uh, because you're going to be dealing with putting out fires and dealing with all the the chaos that comes with managing people. So tell us. What type of clients do you work with? So we work with uh, a lot of different clients. We work with the clients as big as uh, Intuit, Lenovo, Epson, but we also work with the middle market, and we, we work with startups sometimes as well. Uh, the real key component for us is uh, are they are they a good brand who has a great culture? Okay. Uh, more and more, we realize that if we can uh, – we used to think it was the size of business or the amount of employees they had. That was our target market, right? We learned – pretty quickly into our business, it was more of a psychograph. We want to work with people who always want to be learning, who understand technology, who understand marketing, because it's really hard what we do. So when we get into the trenches with them, we're going to be an extension of their team, and we're going to truly collaborate with them. Right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'd have Paul, our engineer, bang the gong, but I I was a little bit late on that, Paulie, sorry, but... um I love for these uh, learning moments here on Critical Mass Radio Show. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Understanding the psychographic of your client is so powerful. Thank you for teaching us, reminding us that, Charlie Matz here on Critical Mass Radio Show. How important would you say core values are in building a great company or building a growing firm? Oh, they're absolutely critical. And I think more and more as the workforce is more populated by the millennial generation and um, most of our staff is, you know, was born between the the, the year of 1980 and 2000. So we're, we're right in that gap, right? Um, you have to have guiding principles. You know, you have to have core values. And not only that, they have to come from something that already exists. So I heard um, somebody say recently that it's not a matter of having core values. It's identifying them because everyone has core values. So you either have core values have identified that uh, really drive the hiring and the review process of the, of the talent within your culture, or you, you choose to ignore the fact that you have core values and they'll tend to be stuff like backstabbing or climb over the next person to get to the top or so on and so forth. So the bad cultures that we see that start to implode, they have core values, but they're talked about at the water cooler and behind everyone's back. Right. If you choose to put your core values out front and make them something that you all strive to do together, you can start to form and shape the culture in a way that's positive. Is that a key to to, to a firm that's growing as well because you've been growing your ante. You said earlier how large you are. I mean, uh, how do you maintain the core values as you keep bringing in new people? S- hire slow. Hire really slow because, uh, you know, our hiring process has many different checkpoints along the way, and, and we never miss one because, um, you know, we made that mistake at the beginning. But as we got a little bit older, like let's say year three or four, because we're coming up on our eighth anniversary next Monday. Hmm. Uh, oh, congratulations. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, it's, it's been a wild ride, and, and, and we're excited to get to this point because a lot of the founding, you know, the fundamentals, the foundations of our company are built, and, and it's really fun to scale now. But you know, you have to hire slow. You have to basically get into the lives of people, ask them hard questions and do life with them because it's not only a big decision for you, it's a big decision for them. Right. And and Simon Sinek was on a podcast earlier today that I was listening to. And he said, what if you had to, what if you had a rule in your business that you could never fire anyone? How would that change your hiring process? And that's kind of what we've adopted. Okay. Never. Well, that's a, that's a radical idea as well. All right, Paul, I won't ask you to bang the gong again because we're, we're doing fine here uh, with Charlie Matz. He's CEO of Veracity CoLab. He's also one of the co-founders. We're going to take a short commercial break here. When, I, when we come back, I wonder if you would share with our audience the guiding principles that are the foundation for the core values for you and your business partner at your firm. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. We'll be back in 60 seconds or less here on Critical Mass Radio Show with Charlie Matz. 
Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Successfully navigating the changing world of public relations and digital marketing requires an experienced, tenacious, yet gracious team. In business for more than 20 years, Orange County-based Tea & Company delivers big agency results with personalized service. For more information, call us at 714-536-8407 or visit us online at tandco.me. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. All of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on our show. Since we first started the program in 2009, we reached close to 200,000 listeners with our podcast. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show on your favorite podcasting software to find the weekly shows and interviews that we do. All right, we're talking with Charlie Matz. Before the uh, break, I said I wanted to share, have him share with us his guiding principle. So would you be so kind as to share your guiding principle? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll sum it up by saying this, do unto others as you would like them to do to you. I mean, for me, that comes from the Bible. That's a biblical principle. But I think uh, everyone would agree with that to some sense who's had a successful business. I think in the past, we've seen a lot of... um, you know, businesses built on the backs of the employees. We've seen right. uh, big corporations get a bad name for treating employees like they're a means to an end. And the one great thing about the millennial generation, one of the many great things, in my opinion, is they're not going to stand for that. Exactly. They matter. They'll let you know. And their lives matter. And, and ultimately, them being involved in the process matters. And really, when you're a leader and when you're building a company, your core values have to uh, be built with that in mind. Um, one method that I've heard is to take five people at random from your company and ask them what matters to them, and you've probably got a good cross-section of what your core values would end up being. Uh-huh. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you're doing this together as a team. And if I'm a leader and I feel like there's something going on in the business that does not treat others how I'd want to be treated if I was in their position, uh-huh. then something's wrong. Excellent. We're talking with Charlie Matz. I, I saw that you, uh, the, the recent edition of the Orange County Business Journal came out. It's the Best Places to Work edition. I saw that your firm was listed. I understand from talking to you, this is the second time that your firm has been selected. Yep. Uh, so tell me, what does that feel like to be one of Orange County's best places to work as voted by your employees? Well, for me, starting out in a you know master bedroom with my, my buddies and building this thing, it means everything. Because it, it to me, it's one of those few awards you, you can't fake in a lot of ways. I mean, I think some people get away with it once in a while, but to do it time and time again, it's really hard because they they, they, they basically survey your entire staff. And what that says to me is that, you know, a lot of the things that we're talking about with our staff and we're trying to be transparent about, we're trying to grow with them, they're working. You know, they enjoy where they work. They feel like it's a great place to be. And our turnover is very low and people tend to think of it as a place where they'll be for a really long time. So we work things out with that in mind. It's that same idea of what if you never were going to fire anyone you would hire differently but you'd also handle conflict differently Mm -hmm. so 
it's my sense that what you do is kind of stressful because you're on deadline, you're on a budget, you have a project, video is hard, good video is really, really hard. How do you maintain that positive energy in a workplace that has those dyna- those potential dynamics introduced to it, Charlie? Well, I think at the core of it, it's, it's about systems and process. I think, yes, you've got your core values, you've got your guiding principles, so to speak, but, you know, systems and process are extremely important. And when you have, you know, an idea of what to do no matter the situation, it really takes the pressure off of the team. So they understand that, you know, no matter what happens, we're going to do this together as a team. We're going to do it uh, how, how we've learned uh, over time, how it's done well. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, when we work with a client, we have uh, certain processes put in place so that if something does go out of control, we can get together, we can work it out as a team. I think chaos in a culture uh, happens when people feel like they have to solve problems alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people feel like they're going to get in trouble and lose their job if something happens that they can't solve alone. When the opposite is, is true, you need to, uh, in our culture at least, if you don't come and meet with the team and work out you know, the problem that's happening together, there's going to be more of a consequence than if you try to tackle it alone. We're talking with Charlie Matz. We're talking, he is co-founder and CEO of Veracity Colab. So you have millennials in your workforce. You're one of the Orange County's best places to work. Do you have millennials in supervisor or lead or management positions in your firm? Absolutely. Describe that experience yeah. to our audience a little yeah. bit. Well, one of the cool things is that, so I was born in 1980. So technically I'm like, I'm a nine-month-old millennial, basically. I was born in September 1980, so technically I'm a millennial. I, I, I probably identify with Gen X uh, a little bit more, but, you know, my other business partner, Ian, he's, he's a millennial. And so we've grown the business together and learned, learned how to work together. And that was a huge process. You know, for the first three, four years, we learned a lot about what it would take to have younger folks in our business. On our leadership team, we have about seven people, three of the founding partners, and then four other folks, and they're all millennials. Uh, but they've been with us for three or four years. We've been in the trenches together, and we all buy into the core values. So we're all driven by the same thing, which is how we're united. And one of our first core values is how to handle conflict. Probably can't get into what it means, but it's charge storms like a buffalo. And essentially, handling conflict you know, is really important in our business. And I think that's one of the things that people shy away from with a lot of millennials within their culture. I'm going off script. You can't say something like okay charge storms like a buffalo and for me to let the audience go oh i wish rick would have asked a follow-up okay, okay. What, what's that mean okay so apparently in colorado uh it's the only place that there's both buffalo and cows at least that's from what i understand and when the storms come over the rockies the cows run away from the storm okay, okay? and they end up under the storm for a longer period of time because they're running right underneath it in the same direction whereas buffalo they run toward the storm they bust through it with more force probably get a little bit more wet and you know uncomfortable and probably hurt but they're they're under the storm for a sharp a far shorter period of time so in our culture when something happens we deal with it right then okay Uh, we don't let it simmer we don't let bitterness uh you know take hold we work with the person that we have a problem with it reduces gossip it creates a lot more growth people get you know it's hard the first couple times you do that right but after you do that a few times people grow immensely because they learn how to work their problems out like adults charlie the the millennials that you you have in your workforce have they worked at other companies a lot of them haven't 
They have not. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I always thought it was, I thought it was, I have two children, um, millennials. I thought it was very important that they both had a chance to work for a good employer when they were young so they knew what working for a good employer was like mm -hmm. so they could hold other subsequent yeah. employers or if they ever start their own firm, they kind of understand what that's like. Do you have any millennials who work to other places? And if so, have they, have they given you any sense for how working for you is different? So typically what happens if anyone's worked for anyone else, and this is a little bragging on the team, this isn't me, this is our team, okay. uh, they tend to appreciate our firm a lot more because they've been somewhere else and experienced possibly, you know, another culture or another boss or somebody who is a little bit different, who maybe does things in a way that isn't so, um, you know, it isn't so mindful of, of of coming alongside of somebody. So the typical work experience that we find people have is negative. So when they've worked somewhere else, they tend to come in and, and, and be excited, especially, you know, the bar's pretty low for work-life balance within the agency world. And, we, think, and yeah. we tend to try to, you know, flip the script on that a little bit. So when people come to work for us, they they tend to like the difference. Do customers understand your different culture? Have you, not, have you gotten any feedback from your clients that they've noticed what you're doing? Absolutely, yeah, especially the ones who work with us for a longer period of time. They understand there's something different about us. Every single person who goes on set and is involved in a production with us, they come back literally saying these words there's just something different about you guys and we celebrate that because we're out there to try to project a difference and can you quantify what that is for me being a Christian, I actually think that it's it's the fact that a lot of the people that work with us, they live their life on biblical principles. They really live their life to to serve other people beyond themselves. We have another core value that says deposit more than you withdraw. Hmm. And so when they go on set, they're thinking about all the other people they can serve and not just themselves. They, they're not thinking about their image. They're not thinking about what they look like. They're thinking about serving others and glorifying their God most of the time for a lot of the employees who you know are Christians like me. We're talking with Charlie Matsey is co-founder and CEO of Veracity Collab. We're talking about his firm. I'm really sitting on culture, etc., because he was just, again, selected uh, as one of Orange County's best places to work, which is a, which is a significant uh, achievement. And congratulations on that. Thank you. And I think we can all learn a lot from your experience and how you're building your brand. What's the future hold for you and your firm? I think the future's really bright. I Why? Mean, well, you were just telling me before, you know, we're talking about live video on Facebook. We're yeah. talking about Snapchat and all these different mediums. Video is the key. And the businesses who don't figure out video, they're going to be like the businesses who didn't figure out web back in the day. Really? It's, you know, we hear mobile first. It's right. going to be video first. And if people don't get on that video train, it's going to be very difficult for them to compete well. So for us, it falls right into our hands. We've created a business that does all different types of video, and we do it well. So I think I really, in the next four years, see us doubling or tripling in size. Wow. But video is hard. Right? I mean, you, you think it isn't. I, we're doing audio here. Uh, we're doing live stream on Facebook, but we're really an audio platform. And I have found um, people are much more forgiving in the podcast audio than if we were truly focused primarily on the video, right? Yeah. It, it just the usability of the product is. And so I'm on a tangent here, but let me come back to you and your experience. What advice do you give to a small or middle-sized company about uh, using video but doing it properly, maybe on a tight budget? Yeah. Uh, find the right partner uh, and, and, and do it well uh, at the expense of maybe doing less. Okay. Yeah, do it. Do it right. If you can only, if you have five video needs, but you can only do one at, because of your budget, and do it well. Do the one. Is there one video that every company needs to absolutely have in their arsenal, on their website, in their YouTube, whatever? Is there one 
if you if you can only afford one, is there one Charlie in your experience that companies need must have? I absolutely think so. I think it's that video that's you know going back to Simon Sinek that describes your why. Why are you in business? Because a lot of times your why, if done well, is about serving the person with the pain point. So let's imagine that you're going to the website of someone who sells something you need, and their video explains to you why you why they solve your problem. I'm in. Right. I came there with a problem. They're talking about solving it. So I think everybody needs that one video at least that talks about how you solve the problem for your customer or client. Is that so? I'm always looking for a comparative advantage of small and middle market companies versus larger companies. To me, that sounds like a real opportunity that a that a founder or CEO or president of a middle sized company has over a huge corporation. Which I don't know how you would get that video done. Yeah, you're you're hitting on something real. Real key. You're hitting on something really important because a middle market company can actually have a competitive advantage against a big company because of the agility of telling a story like that. Because oh. if you work with the right firm or you have the right team, you can create a video that makes you look larger than life. Video is the number one branding tool that you can use to make yourself look like you've got it all together. And the opposite is true, too. If you do bad video, it makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Right. So it's that that's really important. It's that digital handshake. It's the first thing people experience about you when they land on your site if you have video. And if you have video on your website, do you, should you have it anywhere else, Charlie? And Absolutely. On other platforms I, mean, or? I think that's a strategy that coincides with the rest of your marketing. So if you're not familiar with marketing, the first thing I would say is maybe become familiar with marketing because I, I really don't think we're going to live in a world where you can do without it. Um, I think that people want to be marketed to in a way that's um, serving them. They want to be met where they're at. That's why social video is going to become so important. Um, so I think you should be putting it in a lot of places. But again, the conversations on Twitter are different than Snapchat are different than Facebook. So you have to be really careful about how you're blasting video out to people. It has to be marketed and messaged correctly. Okay. Well, we're only picking at a bit of what you know to help companies relative to using videos. I, I apologize to that for any audience who wanted a deeper dive on the application of video in their business. And maybe you'll come back sometime in the future and I'd love to go a little deeper on that side of the business. Absolutely. I just didn't want to miss the opportunity to talk about culture and all the other things you're doing at your firm. If someone wants to learn more about your firm, how do they find you online, Charlie? I would go to veracitycollab.com. Uh, you could also uh, follow us on social at uh, Veracity Collab on Twitter. You'll get all the uh, information there. But if you go to our website, follow us on all the social channels. We've got a lot going on. We just announced, we just launched a podcast where we give three-minute tips for video every week. It's called oh, wow. Play It Forward. So go to our site, go to our blog, <laughs> find Play It Forward, and uh, you'll get a three-minute tip every single week. And uh you know, you didn't. You said you didn't hit on a lot of the video deep stuff. Yes. If they go subscribe to Play It Forward, that's a way to get the the deeper video um, insights. Well, there you go. Uh, I will subscribe this week. Thank you very much. Right. I, I didn't even realize that in my background research, but I have to thank you for being a friend of the program and a part of the Critical Mass community. Congratulations again on being seen as one of uh, Orange County's best companies to work for, Charlie. It's thank been you. a joy. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a very short break. Brian Chase, who's managing partner at Biznar Chase, will be in next to talk about his firm. Coincidentally, another best places to work here in Orange County. I've been so excited that we're lucky enough to have two leaders of successful firms here in Orange County. But first, these words from our commercial sponsor. 
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitment in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. Let's face it, not all company challenges are the same, which is why strategic market intelligence can help identify the actionable information you need to be more competitive. Gain a better understanding of your brand, competition, best prospects, or new product opportunities to generate greater revenues in 2015. Call 949-357-9547 or visit www.strategicmarketintelligence.com. Do you want a free analysis of your inbound marketing? Do you want it in 30 seconds or less? Then check out Marketing Grader, the free marketing tool from HubSpot. It's simple. Just go to marketinggrader.com, enter the URL that you want to analyze, and Marketing Grader will instantly give you a detailed report grading your lead generation, mobile marketing, social media, competitive benchmarking, and more. It's simple, it's powerful, and it's free. MarketingGrader.com. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi, 